What is up, cool cats and kittens? Banter boy Aaron here. That's right, the hiatus host is back. So, you guys have probably been wondering why I've been absent for most of season three. Well, I just wanted to inform everybody that I am okay, that I am doing well, but that life had just gotten a little too overwhelming for me to continue on as I had been, and I needed to take a solid break to work on my mental health. And now I am very happy to inform you guys that I am in a much better place and look forward to collaborating with Mike and Manny again, who have been nothing but supportive and encouraging during this difficult time in my life. So a big thank you to those two for their friendship and support. And now I am happy to present to you our clip episode for season two. These are our episodes where we just kind of take the best of the clips from season to season and we splice them together to give you kind of an overall view of what the season was like. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this clip episode of season two. Mike, we're entering a new year, a new year and a whole new season of our beloved podcast, Banter Banter. I've been thinking, this is technically our sequel, so what do we call it? You know, Banter Banter, you want to keep something about it so people still know it's the same thing. Maybe we can go something like Banter Banter, the Squeakwool, or Banter Banter, the Two Towers. Or Banter Banter Reloaded. Or how about Banter Banter Goes East. Because, you know, Fival went West. So we're swapping directions. How about Banter Banter Lost in New York? You never know what those wet bandits are going to do. I heard there was a connector that you could put on a Nintendo and play Genesis games. So it's basically on the Nintendo, the NES. I made it happen. It's on there now. Oh, really? How much glue and duct tape did you use? (laughs) Well, let's not worry on the details like that. Let's... Oh, look, this totally works. What's this Sega Genesis shaped growth on it? Let's focus on the fact that my game genie has multiple ports and can do amazing stuff. Typically breaks the system first. It's all on fire. My house is burning down right now. Why does your game genie look like a sledgehammer? Because how else is it supposed to fit? Goofs. So... We're introduced to Tails really quickly after we zoom in on that island part, who is trying to show off a kind of water jet board. Sonic disregards him. In a very rude way. And Tails goes out 
to venture into the water. And, you know, at first seems to be having a lot of fun. But as anyone who has seen any animated Sonic stuff, they know Tails can't be separated from Sonic unless he's in trouble. In this case, he soon is calling for help as he's being chased by a flaming aircraft. Tails manages to ask Sonic for help flying over the two bicker after Sonic, having ignored him, wishes he would just shut up. Well, I'm pretty sure Denethor of Gondor shut up as he was chased by flames. Just not a flying owl dude in a spaceship. You know, Denethor, steward of Gondor, is definitely my favorite character in Sonic 3. He has such a bright storyline. If you get all the Chaos Emeralds, it's really easy to spot him when he's falling off of Minas Tirith. So, what about those Craigslist ads? I managed to pick one up earlier from a gentleman who's offering some fantastic services as a mascot slash supervillain character slash human piñata. He says, I can be a supervillain character slash mascot slash human piñata at a children's birthday party. Your kids and friends can tie me up and beat me up. Parents can also join in the fun. I'll even provide leather paddles. My services are usually free of charge. Just make sure that you beat the crap out of me. I enjoy doing this. I love to make kids happy. I don't think there's ever been a more nope ad that's ever been read to me in my entire life. Please do not support this person's masochism. I'm intrigued at the request. Well, it's interesting because it comes with this neat picture of the guy in what seems to be kind of a somewhere between a cross of a Spider-Man and a gimp suit with a cape. It's a grainy picture, I will say. It looks like he's in a gimp suit wearing a red cape and red underwear. The grainy picture should be the first red flag. Live from Aaron's mom's basement, it's Banter Banter. Having banter in there twice kind of already sets a standard. Does that mean this year we're banter banter banter? Banter 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 banter. Are we banter square now? Oh, banter two. That says everything you need to know about it because it shortens it. So you can still fit it in the box office marquee and... It gives us a little bit more room to play with with the subtitle. I've got a great suggestion to help sell that, but it goes back to your idea of banter, banter, banter. Triple banter with a temporary tattoo on the back of Vin Diesel's neck with our names as like directors above him in our photo pressing our new season. The Oreo aisle is almost unrecognizable now with how many different flavors there are. Have you not experienced the most delicious firecracker versions? I've had the firecracker Oreo. They were okay. Fourth of July celebration? Yeah, they're pretty good. I gotta say, I favor the peanut butter Oreos, though. Just touching back on Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Or more importantly, everyone's real favorite, All Stuff Oreo. 
All stuff? Is that where it's it's nothing but cream? It's a wafer of the cream between two wafers of the cream. Oh, that's beautiful. I love and am slightly scared by this idea. Now, wouldn't that create a paradox if you take apart the bottom and top wafer to get the wafer in the middle? Is that cream supreme? Our future overlord. I would follow him. I think that would fall into Weird Al's explicit instructions about the white stuff. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Oreo, what's in the middle and now the outside, the white stuff. I was about to say, was it a parody off of New Kids on the Block, the right stuff? It may or may not have been. No, it was. Absolutely it was. After you got done singing it, it absolutely was. It was a test. You failed it. The New Kids on the Block go round and round, round and round. I know that hit. That was the biggest hit from Raffi's cassette tape. (laughs) The New Kids on the Block go round and round, straight to the bank. Now, I do have a question about that. 42. Oh, all right. We're done. That is a great answer. Call off the podcast. We solved that. Great answer. We're done. Cancel it. We're, yep. Oh, no more need for us. Yeah. So (laughs) the earth can dissolve because the computer is done with its calculation. Pretty much. Going back to the Vulcan reference, I thought the worst character was Khan. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Which con? Ricardo Montalban with his giant plastic chest selling Corinthian leather, or uh, Ricardo, <laughs> or not Ricardo, uh, Fridge, what's his name? <laughs> the refrigerator? I thought he was a football player for the Chicago <laughs> no, Bears. he's talking about the Michelin men. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> the Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, not Cumbersquad. I see like his performances. Con. Oddly enough. No, I'm, I'm weird in that no, category. There is a difference between villains you hate because they are bad and villains you love to hate and Khan is a love to hate villain I love to hate him because I want those little earworms because once they're in there you just get them out he tasks me he tasks me and I shall have him I'll chase him around the moons of Nibia and around the Antares maelstrom and around Perdition's flames before I give him up Benedict Cumberbatch, there's a man you could open your mail with. Just those sharp features. <laughs> Just use that chin of his to peel open that mail. Well, actually, Stupid. knowing Benedict Cumberbatch, he wouldn't even have to do anything. Because uh, between his Sherlock Holmes intuition and his Doctor Strange reality-bending powers, he already knows what's in the letters. Yeah, exactly. But he'll never tell you. No, he'll no. never tell you. That would take the fun out of it. He'll give you a hint. And he'll be smug about it. He'll tell you to watch 10 billion ways this could go, and only one of them we survive. And just to give you the hint, in the last five minutes of the movie, he'll throw one up to try and get Robert Downey Jr. to put the glove on. They're alternate universe Sherlock Holmes that are going to hang out and solve mysteries together. Exactly. They were actually working together as different Sherlock Holmeses, pretending to be Doctor Strange and uh, (laughs) Iron Man. Good point. It's the plot twist we never saw coming. (laughs) Nope, never did. Knock off Vin Diesel neck lookalike. 
for a much cheaper rate. Temporary tattoo on neck. Banter, banter, banter. Triple banter. Season 2. And maybe we can get some of the people looking for some a little more racy and have this lookalike also show a little butt crack and have part of the title as a tramp stamp. I like where you're going, but we would have to pay for them to shave that upper butt area. Because if it's the model I think it is, he just has a little bit of body hair. Well, I mean, it would be a lookalike, so uh, we could always put that in the ad when we... Go type this up on Craigslist. Must shave own back. We could do a wiki how to become the next spokesman for... Too fast to banter. Ooh. Too fast to banter. We're just, we're going so fast with all of those listeners. We can't even banter anymore. Wait, wait, wait. I need to stop here. Why do you refuse to say Netflix, but you'll constantly shill whatever beer you're drinking? Because makes an amazing Axis IPA packed with tropical fruit and citrus notes from Eureka, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops at 12 fluid ounces in my belly. You notice how he just completely dodged your query? You know, an acceptable answer would have been that Netflix is a mega large corporation, while smaller businesses like micro or independent breweries deserve a little bit of a push because of the way late stage capitalism works. It's because Netflix doesn't have an opening sound like this. Note to self, delete this whole conversation. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think stalagmites hang out very much. (laughs) Stalagmites are kind of down most of the time. They're always down to hang. (laughs) They're very grounded. They are very grounded. You might say they're more down to earth than the stalactites. <laughs> the stalactites just need more time. Now that we've made enough puns about... Did we reach our cave pun coefficient? Maybe. Did we meet our quota for the day? Alright, so you have Luke Skywalker. Mike? Do you happen to have a character you fancy? Well, you know, I was taking a proper gander at the large list of characters. And, you know, I had a few moments of just like, oh, I really like that character. But then I kept reading on. Because at first I stopped on things like Biggs and Wedge. And I was like, oh, thanks for that subtle personal throwback a small connection to the american version of final fantasy 3 that came out for the snes but i know they were just doing a nod to star wars i can't use those characters then i saw one that i just like the actor wilhoof tarkin played by peter cushings that man is amazing i love his work Not that any of the other characters that are more known for this series 
are not bad actors, but I like that man himself. He's pretty darn good. But then I stumbled further down the list, and I found a few that just, they sing to my heart. Characters like Death Star Gunner, (laughs) Star Trooper, you know, that one Temple Guard, and who can forget the most infamous of characters, Mos Eisley Citizen. So, it's really hard for me to decide on who I want. I like to imagine he still has uh, his childhood action figures of them. (laughs) They're, you know, rather worn and weathered, but he keeps them up inside of a glass enclosure. It just reminds him of his childhood. And, of course, it would have been like the Luke Skywalker or something, but somebody, one of his cousins, made off with it and he never saw it again. (laughs) So... I know I goofed a little bit there, but I can't say that I have one specific character that is my favorite. I like a lot of them. They've got good development throughout the series, whether it be from episode one through nine or any segment within there. I think they all kind of do some growth, except for ones that die like Greedo. But... You know, I've always been entertained by R2-D2. You never get subtitles for what his character is saying. You only get subtle context most of the time through 3CPO. Close. C-3PO. C-3PO. 3CPO. 3CPO is his twin brother that everybody hates. He's my second favorite because he's the (laughs) twin. I like his other counterpart, P-C-3O. Ah, he is my fifth favorite. PC-30. And I like how they all get together on weekends and play classic video games. They mostly like playing games on the 3DO. (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. Oh my god, if you guys continue this, y'all gonna have to finish this show without me. (laughs) How about Banter 2 and the Chamber of Secrets. Life-changing gifts in the form of banter banter. No, that's just a good catchphrase. Banter banter. An earful of memories. Some of them painful. Jurassic World from 2015. This was, I think, one of the first rounds of Chris Pratt being in the movie. Oh, my favorite fried rodent, man. Which kind of ties him back up with Tom Holland since they were in that one film. Onward. That was a cute film. I know it's called Onward. I'm not arguing that, but I could have sworn it went through a couple of name changes. Wasn't it called like Epic or something a while back? I think that was going to be the original title, but isn't there another animated movie already called Epic? Yes, I believe there is. I'm sure it was wasted, because whatever it is, I don't feel like it could probably... Beep, boop, 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 boop. I'm dialing the internet. Hey, internet. Hey, movie phone. (laughs) Welcome to movie phone. If you are looking for a specific movie, please press zero now. 
I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor today, Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video is a purveyor of rental movies and late fees. Please support them by renting movies and not returning them on time. Welcome to Movie Phone, sponsored by Hollywood Video Late Fees. Epic was a movie title from 2013, wherein a 3D computer animated action adventure film based loosely on William Joyce's 1996 children's book, The Leaf Men and the Brave Good Bugs. Is that Brave, comma, Good Bugs? Or is Good Bugs the name of the people? The book title is The Leaf Men and The Brave Good Bugs. Has the internet taken over Mike? I kind of think that Mike is the avatar of the internet, which is why you can't trust half of the things that he says. This movie was starring Colin Farrell, Josh Hutcherson, Aziz Ansari, Christoph Waltz, and Amanda Siegfried. My god, Mike being the internet, can you imagine a worse hell? Did you know this also starred Pitbull and Beyonce Knowles? You just kicked him into the Avatar state. It's okay, all we need to do is hit him in some pressure points and it'll seal that part of his chakra away. Kick him right in the databanks. As always, 20th Century Fox did a great job of acquiring Danny Elfman to make the music. He's a half-elf. A half-elf bard. He's Danny Half-Elfman. Halfelman. <laughs> Danny Halfelman. He's Daniel Half-Elf. <laughs> the bard. So with that, I think I hear the air raid sirens, which means that the missile is on its way. Wait, does that mean we're turning into the other world, like in Silent Hill? Where... <laughs> Note to Aaron, please make sure that that's not overly loud in the final cut. Oh man, I leaned away and yes. covered my mouth. Yeah, the like it was still pretty. My, I mean, my ears wrong, were it was like good. freaking out, but yeah, it was good. Is this maybe a little too good? If I'm being honest, it was pretty convincing. The canaries in my cage are starting to go nuts. Two movies I feel are rather similarly connected in the sense of who was in them. The Postman and Waterworld. They both show humanity has clearly done something causing the Earth to spin out of control in some fashion. I.e. Waterworld. We allowed the sea levels to rise so high that there's no land. Except for, like, a little place. The water world was a result of nuclear war. Yeah, all the nuclear war kind of wrecked the atmosphere and it caused the temperatures to rise, which melted the polar ice caps, thus covering the world in water. And the postman was very interesting in the sense that it kind of pitched a similar end result with the plot of the Doom War, 
destroying almost all of the world's technology and plunging everyone into the second dark age. Does that also star Kevin Costner? Boy, howdy it does. Yeah, that's interesting that he played in two post-apocalyptic movies. He sure does love those post-apocalyptic movies. I can imagine they're fun. It's his way of getting back to Dances with Wolves and trying to play Indians and Cowboys. Except his cowboy didn't do very well. Huh, right. Now, how do you guys feel about Dr. Zayas? Dr. Zayas? You'll have to tell me who that he is. Dr. Zayas? Do you mean Amadeus? Dr. Amadeus, Zayas, Dr. Amadeus. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, 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 Dr. Zayas. Rock me, Dr. Zayas. You damn dirty apes! We could do like the games industry and just tag one of those popular buzzwords on there. Banter 2, Revelations. Banter 2, Electric Boogaloo. Banter 2, Odyssey. The second power of banter. Banter 2, Banter No More. Banter 2, The Banterer. I did thoroughly enjoy having an emulator for a while on my computer to play some Super Nintendo games from a long, long time ago. But again, you know, run into a few issues, much like with the copyright. People stop updating or that website gets taken down so you can't access it anymore. Your hard drive gets wiped. Your controller breaks. Now you can't play it. That reminds me of an interesting anecdote. I had this yellow 3x5 floppy. The standard memory on it was just enough that a Super Nintendo emulator and a ROM of Legend of Zelda Link to the Past could fit on it. And so I would take that to school and I would run the emulator and the game off of the school computers whenever either I'd be at lunch or... If it was in computer class and I was done with whatever the assignment was, it raised more than one or two alarms when the administration thought I was installing things onto the computers. Leet Hacksaws. I've got two dolls and they're wooden and I'm gonna make them do stuff that you couldn't do normally. Sorry, I thought you were making a reference to Team America and I really liked it. (laughs) Mike, I think you missed your calling as a songwriter. It's my second best attribute. What's the first one? (laughs) I gotta hear what the first one is after that. That will be a mystery. It's Mike Fax. That's his number one superpower. That's his contribution to society, folks. <laughs> There's a 50-50 chance it's a real statement. Look at the internet. Or don't look at the internet. Read a book. Found Footage Podcast. Banter 2, The Witchery.
through a forest shaky camera. Banter 2, the Banter Boys vs. Godzilla. Banter 2 came in an Wait, egg. Wait, some of these sound familiar. Have you been getting into something? I indulged in a sweet TV show from a name brand company of the streaming services. Toys that may or may not have been from my childhood. And movies that may or may not have been from my childhood. <laughs> they may or may not have been from somebody's childhood. Someone may or may not have enjoyed playing with a toy or two, maybe somewhere at some point in their past lives. And it lives. may not have been a toy. It could have just been some other object of matter. Because we're not going to be too specific. It could have been plastic, but, you know, we're not committing to that. I feel like there's a missed opportunity here with National Diabetes Month. There's an amazing spokesperson they could have hired to make this happen. <laughs> now, hold on. Before you go on, is this in recognition of diabetes or is it in celebration of diabetes? Why can't it be both? I don't know if diabetes is something that we should celebrate. It shouldn't be, but... Who likes getting up and going to the bathroom multiple times a night? I barely like getting up once or twice. Can the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man be one of the mascots for it? I think that's the physical embodiment of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you ascend beyond the normal level of diabetes, and you have the superhuman body to withstand the strain of it. <laughs> you just ascend to the new level. So outside of our grievance of too many national days that incite sugar consumption and cause the diabetes. Yeah, you're right, Mike. Now that we've alienated our diabetic audience. But anyway, go ahead and crack that one open. Take a sip. And sample our next little tidbit of Gaming 21-hood. Not to be left behind, Mike, I think there's a little ditty in there that you particularly feel a kinship to. What? There is? You might say there's something for you to finally fantasize about in my continuous droning about video games. You mean Biggs and Wedge? My favorite two guys that seem to always die at the beginning of this video game. Yeah, and also when they die in Star Wars. Only Biggs died in Star Wars. Wedge lived. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Yes. Oh, yes. He's the ace of the rebellion, man. The one who would take over Rogue Squadron from Luke Skywalker once Luke started doing more Jedi stuff. Yeah, man, Wedges. I'm so glad they named a salad after him then. <laughs> <laughs> also a thing to hold a door open <laughs> and a piece of cheese. Clearly, you guys didn't play a video game where you were Wedge and I was flying under Wedge. I always died as Wedge, so clearly he was not as talented as you're making him out to be. Well, if it was Wedge left to his own devices, I assure you he would have been just fine. I sure did leave him to his own devices and he just kept flying straight. 
What kind of flyer is that? We're inept, that's why. Mike, what were Biggs and Wedge doing before they decided to join the rebellion? (laughs) I heard they were part of the Empire and forcing some innocent blue-haired woman to, like, beat up some stone. I don't know. She was going to end up taking over the world anyway, and she had to defeat Kafka. Oh, Kafka, the fantastical gesture of final bossness? Yeah, the giant roach. Kafka. He was my second favorite. Yes, the giant roach or the clown? Both of them. Pennywise? Ah, Pennywise. He's not 21 yet. I never understood that. Pennies can't have wisdom. Only if you toss him to your Armstrong. Maybe another theory with what happens to the pennies is that with his mighty strength, he crushes that coin down, kind of like those souvenir machines, and the coin then becomes unusable. You get an awesome Wake Me When September Ends reminder coin. Exactly. With Billy Joe Armstrong's face on it, and maybe some musical notes on the outside edge, perforated up so you could feel them. And if you go to all of the sections of the park, you can actually stop by on your way out and pick up what seems to be just a generic little cranky device, but it has slots in it for all of your commemorative squish coins that will turn it into a music box that will play the theme that will awaken him at the end of September. Sold. Where is this park and how do I get there? I might have to ask Tara or maybe Luke where I need to go. I don't know. You might have to help him with the Emperor and also the Clown. So you need to have pretty good piloting skills. It goes beyond aircraft. It's going to have to be aircraft and probably mech suits. That's fine. I think I got this. I got Terra on my side. Luke, yeah, eh, who knows? He might be good at something. I got Shadow. He's a super ninja that shows up at the last moment. Do you mean Locke? Luke. Are you talking about the thief? Luke Locke. Locke Luke? It's Locke, not Luke. (laughs) We're getting our Star Wars mixed with our Final Fantasy now. Well, Luke has Locks, and Locke has Lukes. So, they're one and the same. Listen, don't cross the streams, man. Clearly that is an incorrect statement, because they cross the streams. The only time the streams have been crossed and it's been successful was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I would like to suggest Ghostbusters as a definer for you're incorrect on it only being once. Oh, that's fiction. They still crossed the streams, and it worked. (laughs) Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are rooted in reality, dang it. Aaron, I disagree with the way Mike is bringing his point around, but he does have a point. If you think about it, which this ties back into Final Fantasy, the popular Square Enix franchise, Kingdom Hearts, does a half-decent job at mixing its Disney franchises together with its Final Fantasy ones. That's true. Oh, I forgot about wonderful, whimsical Kingdom Hearts. Bearer of my heart list. And Disney <laughs> does own Lucasfilm. So there's a good possibility that we may find not only Marvel's Avengers in a future Kingdom Hearts entry, but also we might see a crossover between Biggs and Wedge and Luke and Kafka and Sephiroth and all of them are just going to make a big cuddle pile on the floor and that'll be the last two hours of the game. I love it. It's just watching them in the cuddle pile. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Kingdom Hearts fans would be like, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. Star Wars fans will be like, I want to be in that cuddle pile. Right? You already have my money. What are the pre-order bonuses? Everyone in their jam jams? I want the DLC to make this final scene two hours longer. <laughs> Done. It's just played in reverse and mirrored. Yeah, then have a PJ expansion <laughs> and have a pillow fight mini game. Watch out. If Disney ends up purchasing <laughs> PJ Masks, things could go wild. Is that TJ Maxx's widely unsuccessful <laughs> younger brother? Yeah. Totally. It's all PJs all the time. It's PJs to the max. And of course, there is, for any of you Potter fans, there is always the good old butterbeer. Going to Harry Potter World and getting just absolutely smashed on butterbeer is on my bucket list. I will personally say that is going to be extremely uncomfortable. It is having had a confectionery buttered beer from there you do not want to consume enough to be drunk okay well then just a couple maybe just to take the edge off one well and i know for the younger crowd out there they do serve a non-alcoholic beverage version of it i don't want to have enough to challenge another person from a rival house to a wizard duel one might say now i'm imagining aaron stepping outside and yelling at his neighbor <laughs> as i Huffle puff myself up for a fight. <laughs> I'll send my adversaries slithering away. <laughs> no, you won't, because I would never back down. Like here, here's the Griffin door. See your way out. Wait, one more, one more. I need one more. You know what the preferred <laughs> beverage of Ravenclaw is? Better watch out for my Ravenclaw. It's Raven White Claw. <laughs> So it is a claw that is white and has two glow sticks and a boombox. <laughs> oh man, that was fun. Thank you. Let's let's round this back. Banter 2. The second coming. Banter 2 from your childhood. Banter 2 featuring Daft Punk and Carlos Santana <laughs> doing their rendition of Despacito. Now that I would pay money for. Yeah, that don't give us very long though before we just lose all of our listeners. Banter, banter, home alone. Banter, banter, home for the holidays. No, we just left for the holidays. Banter ba Banter, live from California. Banter 2 and Scrappy-Doo. Banter Banter, from your childhood. Live free or banter. Now I'm running out of ideas. I'm so popular right now, guys. I get, like, five of these a day. Oil coupons. People suggesting that I may have been harassed as a Boy Scout, even though I've never been a Boy Scout. 
I do have a question, sir. Oil coupons? Do I show up at the grocery store and get my discounted oil? Or is this like I show up to Exxon and I'm like, no, 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 sir, I have this printed coupon. I'll take three drums of your finest oil. Load it onto the back of my moped. (laughs) You go to the location described in the link that you're supposed to follow. And you strip down to your Speedo, and they will oil you up. (laughs) I accept. You do? Could you send me that address? (laughs) Sure thing. Let me forward it to you right now. Click, 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 boop. Oh, no. My computer has been infected by malware, and they're trying to extort money out of me. That's crazy, because I texted it to you. Don't become a statistic, Mike. Don't become an indictment of ignorance. I would say top one is probably generic cartoon or other popular culture branded candy boxes. Of course, I guess a precursor to this entire list is that most of these have exceptions to them. For example, the candy one. Sometimes there's just an amusing enough case, but More often than not, it's one of those things where you have to know that I mentioned that it is amusing enough before you just go out there and grab it. But I've received plenty a gift set of candies that came in a package that looked rather amusing, i.e. the pooping reindeer, (laughs) which are great and they're cool novelty. I would say for maybe about a week. And then suddenly it just disappears and you never know what happens to it until you find it and you realize there was still candy in it. The candy's gone stale. So the candy wasn't any good. This sounds like the summer sausage and cheese holiday package I used to get from certain people earlier in my life. Oh, if you ever get any of those, give me that summer sausage. I will refrain from making that joke. Summer sausage. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You don't. Only Manny gets it from me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. I said I was going to not make that joke. It's the holiday season. I seasoned it properly. The salt hurt a little bit, but the pepper was just right. Oh, no! Throw that out. I just try to take it as it is, you know? Like, I am personally interested in Godzilla vs. Kong. I know it's going to be a little cheesy. Kaiju Kaiju. Kaiju Kaiju Banter Kaiju Banter. The new podcast that takes the form of... A reptilian monster. Yeah, we'll just borrow one of those old Godzillas nobody wants anymore. Yeah, oh man, all three of us running around in Godzilla costumes for our next holiday special? I love it. Great thinking, Manny. I accept your idea. Cancelled. Cancelled, cancelled. That's what happened to Banter Banter. Manny, what about you? 
Is there an item from your childhood that you were adamant against that you would say now as an adult you approve of? You see, the two of you picked out very different trajectory, well-thought-out answers to this. So I'm going to go ahead and continue forward with what my interpretation of the question was. And I guess to start, I'll frame it so you can see the little diorama of the question from my perspective. And that is, was there a time growing up that I was disappointed in a gift that now I look back on and I'm like, huh, that wasn't such a bad gift. So you mean the diorama that I gave you when you were 15? I love it. That was a great diorama of the different battles of Texas when it gained independence before becoming a state in the United States of America. I didn't hate it. It's just that in Hispanic culture, we don't make it common practice to send thank you notes for stuff. I only associate it with my sixth grade Texas history class where I was forced to make a diorama. I've never seen a diorama prior oh, to Oh, I meant the thank you cards. Oh, thank you notes. I feel you. Okay. More importantly, Manny, you have diorama. Do you need me to send you Pepto-Bismol? <laughs> Mike gave me diorama with his sausage. <laughs> oh, it's that salt and pepper I gave you. I'm sorry. I apologize. If I had known you were allergic. Guys, I think we found the title to the episode. <laughs> You can reach out to the hosts of Banter Banter on social media. You can find us on our Facebook page at Banter Banter Cast or on Twitter at Banter underscore Cast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. You can find Aaron at 8BitWizard. The 8 is Roman numerical. You can find Manny at Brogar, C-R-E. And you can find Mike at Mike8Time. That's the number eight. The album cover art is by Blaze Animator, based on original art concept by Bobbins and Goblins. The opening and closing song for season two is Bad Attraction by Brad Sucks, off of his album titled I Don't Know What I'm Doing. We at Studio Banter wish you guys the happiest of holidays, and we'll see you guys in season four. <laughs>